now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do, so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I, I, not to quote Rain Man, but I, I'm an excellent driver. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. You know what? He used to get so angry when we worked at, in Bristol. Uh-huh. I used to drive with my foot on the dashboard. <laughs> oh, I know. Earlier on the show, Chiefs general manager, Brett Feach. Ravens linebacker, Patrick Queen. Still to come, NFL Network analyst Steve Mariucci. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. I, it was, what a, oh my God. Mar, Steve Mariucci just told a story that I, I'm so glad I finally got him to tell on the air about him and uh, Steve Young. Um I guess we're now required to get Steve Young on this program. I think so, yeah. Split, but um, long story short, you've got to hear that story. If you missed it, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. We'll tweet it out as well. At Rich Eisen Show, it's now out, and uh, it's it's fantastic. Um, so uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We've got a wide-open hour. We've got What's More Likely. We've got TJ's uh, big-ass grab bag. Chris Brockman back uh, here on the program hey, hey. after a week-long absence. Uh, TJ Jefferson, where he is as well. Oh. Uh, DJ Mikey D is in D's Nuts is out today, so Jay <laughs> Felly is sitting in his spot. Good to see you right where you are. Uh, it was a fun uh, last three days with Susie Schuster, who was in Brockman's chair. It was just a blast. And I say that even, you know, I'm so lucky that I get to um, have my wife, uh, my wife. Uh, Susie, my wife. Uh, you know, um, Hang out with us. Just a ton of fun. And I say that even though it was a great morning commute today. Um, <laughs> Got to come at your own pace. Oh, my gosh. The number of people that have talked to me about that conversation that we had about. I tried. Uh, I text you like after the first day and I told you that. Mm-hmm. People love it. Well, at any rate, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. So when we were guessing the first game of the season what would be the first game of the season looking at the rams opponents Mm -hmm. in advance of the schedule release guessing which matchup would delight fans and be a great way for the season to begin and also make the television partners happy right because you give one game the NBC, that means Fox or CBS or ESPN doesn't get it, right? So that's part of putting together an NFL schedule. It's very difficult. 
there's so many different things that go into it. The television partners, what will make them happy and what would be a, a great game on Thanksgiving. And now there's a, a triple header on, on Christmas Day that everyone will love except for anybody associated with the NBA. Um, and um, another aspect of putting the schedule together that's so difficult is because I had Mike North of the uh, broadcast department and he and the rest of the, his team along with Howard Katz puts together the schedule. It's so difficult. Um, 120,000 different schedules generated wow. by the league supercomputer. They analyze yes, no, maybe about all the different aspects of the schedule and then they narrow it down to 350 and then down to one and then present it to Roger Goodell and he gives it to Checkmark. And part of the things that go into um, the difficulty is the the stadiums are like tonight at SoFi. Paul McCartney's playing there tonight. That's right. So what if Paul McCartney wanted to, you know, his tour was during the football season? Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that mean for the Rams and the Chargers? Um, Elton John is touring. Oh, yeah. Um, four NFL stadiums Elton John is playing in in his final tour this fall. That created a problem. Same with Lady Gaga. Bad Bunny, according yeah. to Mike North, created an issue. Does, does, who's the person from the NFL that's got to explain to Roger Goodell about Bad Bunny? You know, and so um, I guess it's Mike North. But you put it all together and they come up with their number one schedule. And it's Bills at Rams. That's the cho- the game that they chose. That was the first blush thought about it. Um, once, this, once the Super Bowl is over, I think we talked about it the day after the Super Bowl was over. And we said, okay, Rams are now going to be hosting the Super Bowl, uh, the the opener of 2022. Let's take a look at their opponents. Who do you think it can be? This was just three weeks after the Bills and the Chiefs played one of the most amazing playoff games we've ever seen. And we said Bills at Rams, even though the Cowboys were on the schedule. And I'm like, you cannot put a team in the position of opening the season in the home of the Super Bowl champs as they raise the banner in the stadium that they normally play in. Because they won the Super Bowl there, too. You can't give that assignment to the same team two years in a row. You just right, can't. Right, right. Makes no sense. matter how popular the Cowboys are. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, fair. And then Russell Wilson got traded to Denver. And you said, hey, hold your horses. Denver's on the Rams' schedule. Yeah. I'm like, that's it. That would have been that's a good it. one. Russell Wilson's first game as a Bronco is in front of the entire country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Whole country gets to give get get an eye of... of of what Russell looks like in orange or that Bronco helmet after 10 years in Seattle. And I thought that would be it. Then, a few days ago, as their piecemeal morsel announcing the schedule, it, that's the middle game of the Christmas doubleheader, triple header, pardon me, right. here in Los Angeles, Denver at the Rams, Christmas Day. So, when are they going to play Denver at Seattle? Is a question that you you know you have going in. That was one of that was my number one game on Wednesday. I did that that piece? You may have missed it. You were out. Suze was sitting there, and we were all talking about it. And I like the ten, the top ten games. I'm looking forward to seeing get scheduled. Number one was Russell at Seattle. I I can't believe yeah, I that they chose Russell at Seattle to be the first week of the season. Boom. Now it's big because it's the first Monday night game of the season. Buck and Aikman now in the Monday night football booth. 
And there's a lot of curiosity factor, clearly. But Russ at Seattle, week one. It starts with Bills and Rams. And then Cowboys-Bucks is the first Sunday night game. Just like last year, it was the first game of the season last year, period. But that was in Tampa. This is in the Jones-Mahal, and Brady is going to get his first look close up knowing that he's a Fox broadcaster of the place where he's going to be broadcasting most of his games mm-hmm. as a Fox broadcaster in that building. I might go to that game. You should. Go for it. <laughs> you should go. <laughs> Brady, come, Brady's 6-0 back, against you, Dallas. You've come back from that stadium uh, for a Monday show after being at uh, an event there for on yeah. a Sunday. You did this, that for WrestleMania. This is true. Go for it, brother. You should do that. <laughs> so, and uh, all I'll say is this. Clearly, we'll be all... Eyes peeled on that game. Russ in Seattle is off the charts in terms of interest of him returning there. But I feel for him, man. I know we just had Steve Mariucci last hour, and he was saying, you know, you got to play it sometime. And you heard Brett Veach in hour number one. I'm like, man, you start three of your first four on the road, and then you've got a three-game road stretch. You're one of only four teams that have to play three straight in a road and that's going to be in December and he's saying, oh, you know what we just know we got to play these teams now we just know when we play them uh, you got to play them when you play them and I'm sure Russ will say that when he's in front of a microphone and he comments on the fact that he's got to go back to Seattle right off the bat but that is a game that is filled with all sorts of emotion for him and he can handle the emotion I understand but it is going to be filled with him talking on his Wednesday media session about going back to Seattle. I mean, just imagine what it was like last year for Brady going back to New England. Nothing will be as intense as that. The only thing that we've ever seen that's as close to that was when Favre went back to Green Bay and when Peyton went back to Indianapolis, when Montana went back to Candlestick. And the reason why I bring up those names in relation to this is because Russell Wilson joins that quartet as the only quarterbacks to face a team that he's won 100 games with. Those are the only five quarterbacks that have ever won 100 games with a team and then went back and faced that team as a member of another team. Nobody's ever done that. In the case of Peyton and Brady and Favre and Montana, they all had a full year with their new team before having to go back to their old place of business. Russell won't even have a full game. He won't even have a full quarter. Unless you count whatever preseason he plays. He's not going to play much preseason. I mean, with a new coach, a new system, a new place, a new setup, a new everything, his first road trip, his first everything is going to have to be countenanced and approached by him in Seattle. And it's just like, that has zero chill to it. And I'm wondering what he thinks. Maybe he's sitting there, I got, at least I get it out of the way. It's done, and I'm not going to sit yeah, there. That's kind of but, they take, but they take everything week to week in this league. It's not like he's going to be playing in week one thinking, well, in week 10, I'm going to have to go back to Seattle. He'll face that when he gets to it. It's not like Brady when he took on the Cowboys in week one last year. It was like, in three weeks' time, it's going to be insane for me. No, they, they all compartmentalize everything week to week. But the first week, 
for anybody after winning 100 games with another franchise, their first game with that new team, it's going to be an out-of-body experience to begin with. And then on top of it, the visitors' locker room in front of the 12s? I'm like, wow. I'm ESPN got to be over the moon. Buck and Aikman last night when I talked to them on the on the schedule show, of course they're excited about it. And all fans are just going to be like, this. what's this going to be like? But for Russ, it's, it's going to take all of his focus, all of his world-famous compartmentalizing. And when game starts, I'm sure he's going to be in the middle of it, but he even felt weird watching Brady back in New England in quarter three of that game. It just was weird from start to finish. And I'm just wondering what it's going to be like for him. I'm a, I, I was stunned that they did that week one. I actually think it's a great thing for him. It's a great thing for the Broncos, too. Get this big distraction out of the way. Also, Seattle, they're going to be in the running for the number one pick next year. We don't know who their quarterback is. Pete Carroll, does he have one foot out? Russell Wilson seemed like he had a couple feet out for the last couple of years. I don't know, brother. I, I think this game, that game's going to be a blowout, and it's going to be great for Denver. You know what? Uh, the other person I feel for in this one is... Whoever's quarterbacking Seattle? Drew Locke. Do we know that's going to be him? Well, I'm just it saying, could be, could be Geno Smith. It's Drew, Drew Locke's revenge game completely, totally blown up. That was going to be no matter when you play it. But it's wild. His first games against his former team, against Russ, the pressure, you got to win this one. Watch, Kenny Walker is going to run all over the place. Maybe, He's going to yeah, run maybe. all over Denver's defense. And I, I've, week one, anything can happen. And he's just... He's going to want to come in to Seattle with his team and a big head of steam, and he's gotten everything controlled on his offense, yeah, and he's, well. he's gotten so much under his belt, and the schedule makers are like, nah. What if Nuh-uh. it's Baker Mayfield versus Russell Wilson? Well, I, you no, know what I mean? I mean like, we have no idea who's going to be quarterbacking that team. It's going to be a big game no matter what. I was just surprised, like, right out of the gate, they're doing that one. Yeah. Like, with so many different games that ESPN could have, and even on a Monday night schedule that is loaded. Also, the other thing kind of looming over this too, Rich, Denver is going to have new ownership. We don't know who's going to be running that team. So there's just so much going into it. Uh, Also, Chris, I feel like maybe the biggest story here is the media won't have the the ability to make such a big deal about this game if it did land in week seven or eight. Then you'd have everything pointing to this and now the like playoff said, implications yeah. what does this mean for the standings? now it's over it's done with and, and just to, and you want to talk about bookends you take a look at the seattle schedule it's week one they start at home by the way russ has only started three seasons in seattle he always started on the oh, road yeah, more than not road, yeah. so now he's the road team he's finally in seattle right. he's the road team uh week one seattle starts at home it's russ week 18 final game of the season for the uh for the Seahawks at home, that's when Bobby Wagner's showing up oh, with the Rams. So bookend, big time reunion games for the Seahawks, week one and week 18 in front of the 12s. That's cool. That's the way they wound up scheduling that. We'll take a break here. Um, we'll get to what's more likely TJ's big ass grab bag. When we come back, there's a couple other games that I was looking forward to seeing get scheduled i'm going to hit those with you when we come back now that we know they are scheduled including one that i thought was really fascinating as to when it got scheduled and uh what time as well 
And so um, that that's coming up. And then also another game that I was concerned, another schedule I was concerned about, about the suspension for one of the players. And I think you can kind of guess who, but I'm done trying to tease this thing. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Before we do, I want to talk about the Callaway Rogue ST driver, the most stable driver, fastest driver that Callaway has ever put together. It's built to completely bomb it. And whenever you swing this big dog, you know it is it is barking. absolutely most golfers are going to fit into one of the four driver models it's the rogue st max the incredible combination of distance and forgiveness is what i like about it the max d is a dedicated draw model for players who want more shot shape correction that's not me i'll tell you that you want more low spin more stronger trajectory neutral ball flight the max ls is the stick for you for the true players out there the rogue st triple diamond ls is the compact low spin head that the tour players absolutely adore. That's why you see it in so many big-time players' bags. Callaway has thought through every aspect of speed, so all you've got to do is go rogue. Find your rogue SG driver at callawaygolf.com slash go rogue. 844-204-RICH. What's more likely? Coming up. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Let's talk about them. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. We all know when something goes wrong with your car and you need maintenance and you need it fast and you need to make sure it's done right. That's when you turn to O'Reilly Auto Parts. Friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And the team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto. Do it yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Uh, back on uh, our terrestrial radio outfit, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Okay, so um, on my top 10 games that I was looking forward to seeing more than uh, anything else, obviously, number one, we already hit that. Um, when Looking forward to not only seeing played, but to know when they're going to be played. Uh, two of my top three was Rams at Seahawks and Russ at Seahawks. The same day the um, Seahawks traded away Russell Wilson to Denver, we learned that Bobby Wagner was getting cut and he wound up with the Rams. So it's week one, Russ at Seahawks. Week 18, bookends and the Seahawks schedule. It's Rams and Bobby Wagner at the Seahawks. Another game that I was interested in seeing when it was going to be scheduled because it would give maybe a window into what the schedule makers thought would be a possible suspension for none other than Deshaun Watson is when are they going to schedule the Browns at the Texans? When is that going to happen? 
And sure enough, Browns are at the Texans in week 13. Week 13. And thus, if let's just say he gets suspended for um, 10 games, he's back for it. You could sit there and say, well, if he suspended 12 games, he would be back for it. But there's a bye in the middle of it. He would miss it. You have an eight-game suspension, right? He's back or whatever. So they placed it late in the season. And another interesting aspect of it is they put it as a 1 o'clock straight-up Eastern game right in the middle of an afternoon of a whole bunch of other games. There's no primetime aspect of it, and I think we can all guess why. Nobody really wants a piece of talking about Deshaun Watson right now. <laughs> lead up to that for a whole day. But let's just say it's a six-game suspension. We'll just throw that out there, okay? Sure. We don't want to put that Brown schedule out one more time, if you don't mind, Mike Hoskins. So these are the games that the Browns would be with Jacoby Brissett at the controls. Uh, at Carolina, home for the Jets. You only have one division game. It's home against Pittsburgh. That's a Thursday nighter. So you're going to have the Steelers on the road uh, in a short week, although, as you might imagine, it's not a very long trip for them. Uh, At Atlanta, home for the Chargers, and then home for New England, a little Jacoby Brissett uh, uh, versus uh, one of his former teams. That would be six. I mean, that's... We have no idea how good anybody's going to be, but that seems doable, for the lack of a better phrase, without Deshaun Watson and Jacoby Brissett. You can win some of those football games if yeah, the Cleveland you can win Browns. a few of those, yeah. But the, the team that was playing defense for Baker Mayfield in the first six weeks of last season better show up. Yeah. I mean, better uh, a tighten up, let's put it that way. Because I, I think Baker's getting a raw deal in many different ways, and... Um, they would have won that game against Kansas City if they played a little bit of defense in week one last, week year. One last year. Don't yeah. forget that. Another team that is uh, of interest of, to me, um, uh, based on a suspension, is one that we know will be without their top wide receiver and one of the best in the game, DeAndre Hopkins, has been suspended for the first six Man, games so crazy. of the 2022 season. And so now we know which games the Cardinals are going to be playing without him. And I'll tell you what, I mean, it, it, first of all, when you're playing in the NFC West, it's tough sledding anyway, and you're playing the AFC West this year too. My gosh, their first six games without this. So no DeAndre Hopkins, and you know it's a much different team without DeAndre Hopkins in this offense, or at least it has been historically with Hopkins being on the team. They start off home against Kansas City. Then they go to Vegas. Then they're home for the Rams. They fly all the way across the country to Carolina. That is a week four game for Arizona. Let me just check on that, if you don't mind bearing with me as I'm thumbing through my guide here. Keep that up on the screen, if you don't mind. That is the, uh, at least for them, it's a late window game. So it's not one of those one Eastern West Coast oh, okay. team things. So you, you know, you got to pay attention to that sort of stuff. Yep. Home for Philadelphia, then at Seattle. I mean, those are the six. Two and four? Now maybe? you can say yeah, that's tough. That's real know. tough. That's real tough. You could sit there and say that's real tough, but then you look at the rest of their schedule, period. They have a hard schedule. Yeah, hard schedule. Well, all the NFC West teams are at the top of the strength of schedule. Um, well, worse, the strongest strength, uh, right. you know, schedule that you've got to go against. In the same way that all the NFC East teams are sitting at, atop the best 
least strength of schedule. And then they play the AFC West. That's tough, brother. And as I've mentioned, Arizona has had a problem finishing strong. But at least for them, they've still been in the race finishing slow because of their fast starts. And this is going to be a very tricky season. Another reason why Kyler wants to get paid before they even touch a football in training camp. Because without Hopkins in those first six games, and then their difficulty in finishing games, that's the recipe for Kyler to wind up on a couch with a dog looking for a belly scratch. Even though, and certainly if he gets hurt and he's playing hurt or he's missing some games and Colt McCoy comes in and wins two of three, I think it's going to get done. You heard Steve Kahn saying, we're not trading him. You're going to be out of your mind. We're not trading him. So, just to, now that you see the schedule, putting things together between your off-season stories and your now regular season schedule and how it may work out. Okay, ready for what's more likely here on the Rich Eisen oh, Show? Man, I'm assuming this is going to be weeks. great because you've been sitting on this for days, Chris. Weeks. You've we haven't done it in weeks. Is that true? I don't think so. We, we did it last week. We didn't last week or the week before. Well, last week we weren't here. Yeah. Okay, That's here we saying. go. It's, Let's it's, go. It, it, Come on. It, our bye week's, our, our bye week's <laughs> over. Let's see if we can hit it. <laughs> What's more likely? Never say never, but never. Thank you very much, uh, Coach right. Tomlin. So I've got a bunch of NFL schedule-related ones, okay? A couple basketball and then some golf, all right? Ready? Yes, sir. Okay. What's more likely, Rich, in 2022 NFL season, someone goes winless or undefeated? Give that to me again. What's more likely, the 2022 NFL season coming up in a matter of four months, that someone goes winless or a team goes undefeated? I'll go winless. And I'll that, go winless. That team might be. You picked the Jaguars for this graphic? Wow. Well, I mean, the reason why it's been chosen is their back-to-back uh, overall, number one overall selected teams. I, I'm Plus, I'm just defending Sean Mitchell, um, who's probably the one to put that together. Somebody's got to be put up there. And uh, uh, look, man. It's, I mean, Seattle. Only, here's, here's why I'm Houston? saying. Here's why I'm saying it is because. Well, you can't. I. You ask me what's more likely, and I'll say it's more likely somebody goes winless than undefeated. And I'll just repeat again: there are 13 teams that have five primetime games, and there are a ton of AFC teams that are really going to be beating the crap out of some NFC teams when they do some cross-conference games. I, I would I would peg somebody. Um, I, 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 I don't want to peg anybody. No, but of course I'll, I'll not. Just say, I'm I'll just, just say that it's, it, it, this, this league has a very, very good chance of being top-heavy. Um, oh, I see. And, and, and so I'll choose winless over, uh, over perfect. That's why. All right. Uh, most, what's more likely, uh, who more likely to return to the Super Bowl, Rams or Bengals? Rams. I'll say Rams. Rams have a more talented roster than Bengals. I mean, it's a fact. And the Bengals, as you know, I, I, I sing their praises and I love Joe Burrow and I love what they've done to that offensive line to protect him. And I think that they're, they're terrific. But I mean, just talking to Sean McVay while you were away the other day, Chris, it's just... It was it was kind of stupid talking to him about okay Cooper Cup. We didn't even get to Cooper Cup till like minute ten, mm-hmm. 
because we were too busy talking about, you know, his decision to maybe do something other than coaching. When I finally checked that box, and then we started talking about his play calling in the Super Bowl, which led to the soundbite clubhouse leader of soundbite of the year that. when I brought up the Cooper Cup fourth down run call yeah, saw that. and that final drive. And he's like, that's some pretty big balls by me, Rich, huh? <laughs> you know, and um, he said it with his chest. And, and, and once we got through that and talking about Aaron Donald, yeah. and I mentioned him, like, if you could make a, like an all-star team from the a- a- NFC West over the last 10 years, you know, you, you'd put Donald on that defensive line, Bobby Wagner in linebacking core, and Jalen Ramsey in the, in the back end of the defense, and you've got all three on one team. And then he's just like, yeah, and then there's Leonard Floyd. And then he, we talk about that offensive line. Yeah, there's no Whitworth, but, you know, they've got Allen Robinson where he is. And, and 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 Cup and Van Jefferson and Cam Akers coming off of being back and Matthew Stafford and so on and so on and so on. It's stupid how set the Rams are to repeat, and that's why I'm going with them here in this conversation. You know, and and Allen Robinson was funny last night, Mooch. With Matthew Stafford on the set to start this the uh, schedule release show, they talked about Allen Robinson because Irv brought him up like he's a dog. He goes, "No, oh, you got Cup there, and you got other guys. Like, are you going to be concerned about splitting <laughs> yeah. up the footballs?" And I just I interrupted. I'm like, "What are you talking about? Allen Robinson gets two throws. That's already one more than he's used to getting in a game." Wow, it's the truth. Wow. Imagine what he's going to look like in this offense when he's fed like five, six, seven, eight times. And then I asked McVeigh, is it possible Odell comes back? He's like, of course I want him back. That's why that's more likely in my mind. All right, sticking in the NFC West, okay? NFC West playoff team most likely to miss the playoffs, Cardinals or 49ers? They're both not going to make it again. You know, statistically speaking. One of them's going to be wow. out if you think the Rams are most likely to repeat. Um, I, I've got to go with the team that's not going to have their top wide receiver for six games. That's it. And Debo, you know, I, I'm telling you he's coming back. And I understand why our uh, top-notch production crew put Kyler on one side and on the other side, put Trey Lance because everybody thinks Trey Lance is going to suck. And that's why they got to hold on to Jimmy Garoppolo or Jimmy's still there because they're hedging their bets on Lance not being good. And what's Lance going to look like? Hold your horses. Hold your horses. So if I had to choose one team that would miss it, it would be one team that's not going to have their wide receiver okay. for six games, their top wide receiver for six games, and I'll take the team that almost went to the Super Bowl two out of the last three years. Right. Is what I'll say, knowing that both teams are incredibly talented. You have forced me. That's why it's called What's More Likely. I'll let's, take that. Let's stay out west. Same question. AFC West. AFC West playoff team from last year. Most likely to miss the playoffs. Chiefs or Raiders? Oh, come on, Chris. <laughs> Everyone thinks Denver is this Super Bowl contending team. So I let's. Don't. So I'm, let's put Denver in, and one of these teams has to miss it. I'm not putting Denver in, and I'm taking both. Of them. I'm, I'm, you I'm can't. Not, I'm not You've got to choose no, no, no. what's more likely. Come on. Miss the playoffs. Of course I think Chiefs the Chiefs are making Raiders. the playoffs. Come on. Of course you think. But uh, uh, if I had to choose, of course I'll take the Kansas City Chiefs because of Mahomes 
To miss it or but make I, it? I, I already told you that I think the Raiders are going to win the division. Then you think the Chiefs are going to miss the playoffs? No, they're not going to miss it because they're better than the Broncos. Are they? Yes. A million percent, yes. A thousand a million percent, percent yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. I, mean, I reject that what's more likely. Let's clip this off. Let's I, clip I this off May 13th. on its pre- pre- premise. All right, then you're not going to like this question. <laughs> Great setup. Uh, what's more likely? Quarterback in a new spot to win more games in 2022. Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan. I'll go Matt Ryan. Win more games? Yeah. I'll go Matt Ryan. Oh, yeah. You're not, Matt, feeling, not feeling Denver, huh? I need to see it. I need to see it. I love Russ, but I need it's not just just add Russ. I don't think it's just to add Russ. New coach, new quarterback, new situation. That's why it's a window for Russell Wilson. It's not a year for Russell Wilson. It's not like he's Tom Brady where you don't know how much time he's got left. And you think it's it's probably going to wind up being longer than you think until, you know, Tom gets $375 million uh, Murdoch dollars. Can you believe that happened, by the way? So, yeah. All right. Yeah. I think right, Matt right, Ryan, right. I think just add Matt. Will wind up with more wins than just add Russ. They've got a better running situation in Indianapolis. They've got two tall wide receivers there in Indianapolis, and Pierce and Pittman. And I know you know uh, that that Denver has some talented players. And just add Russ. They've gone from let Russ cook to just add Russ yeah, in Denver. And I just need to see it first. I would be pleasantly surprised. It's not like I'm. Slagging on him. I'm just saying I need to see it. Broncos fans. That's it. All right. NBA, big ball night tonight, guys. We got a pair of game sixes. Huge. Nah, I don't even know. I mean, I'm already stressed. <laughs> What's more likely? We get a Bucks celtics game seven or a Warriors-Grizz game seven? Oh. I- I'll go Warriors-Grizz game seven. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. About my Warriors. <laughs> they have gotten out of sync. They've gotten out of joint. You know, Mike Brown is the, you know, they're, they're being coached by the, the, the next coach of the, the Sacramento Kings. And as, as of right now. And they're, as and, of right and they're, right and right the, has, has a coach ever been fired because <laughs> before? of, before? Because of, uh, of, of poor interim coaching performances <laughs> for the team that's, that, that needs him <laughs> real fast sure. because of a pandemic. You yeah, know, we, like, I mean, we changed our minds on this. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'll go with. That's what I'll go with. Uh, I'll I'll go with that one, yeah. What else? TJ, this is for you. I apologize in advance. I mean, come on, bro. More likely to be back with the Sixers next season, Doc or James Harden? I think it's Harden. I think it's both. That's not the answer. That's not the question. What's more likely? (laughs) I think it's Harden. (sighs) I mean, I can't say both, then uh, I guess Harden. I think it's Harden. Yeah. Wow. I still say wow. both. Though. <laughs> I, I hope it's both. Yeah. I'd like to see him run it back. Because who are you going to do? Put Mike D'Antoni? Like, are you going to make him the coach of the Sixers? So what? now what? <laughs> we play no defense and we try know. to score 170 points a game? Like, I mean, that sounds people, pretty fun. At this point last year, how many people had heard of Ime Odoka? Nobody. I'm just saying. I knew his wife. I mean, about how about, how about how about how about 
<laughs> shout out Neil Long. Shout out Neil Long. Yeah. Are, you know, I gotta love Jones. Are you? You know, like who, who had heard of Nick Nurse the year before the? Yeah, yeah, yeah true. true. You know what I'm saying? Like, true. there is talent out there. You're right. I just like to who see who knows who would have heard of Coach <laughs> Bud other than anybody who was around the Spurs, right? True, the, true. Atlanta, right? So Coach Bud. I don't know. And Taylor Jenkins, same, same So I will, I will, I will say Harden is more likely to be back there, right? All right, last one, last one, guys. Oh, got one last more. One. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, one more. Oh, all right, we'll get one more. Thank you, George. <laughs> PGA Championship next week yes. at Southern Hills. Tiger and Phil on the players list right now to yes. compete. Scheduled to compete. We haven't seen Phil in a few months, obviously. Uh, more likely to make the cut next week at the PGA. Tiger or Phil? So it's next week. We're doing this in advance. Well, because yeah, because you know, Friday we'll already have we'll an already idea, idea of like who's going to make the cut. So we're doing it. In advance. I'll go. I'll go, Tiger. Phil, you're defending PGA champion. No, I got it. I hear you. I'll go, Tiger. All right. I'll go, Tiger. He's hopefully gonna, they're both. Hopefully they're both out there. We still have not heard just from Phil I, I'm, I'm in months. Very, I'm very excited about Tiger, and plus, uh, Tiger's not sports washing. So that's why I'll go with Tiger. <laughs> Good. What's more likely, Christopher? Hey, nice I like nice it. Good to be I back. like it. I like it. Um, that was good. Uh, T.J. Jefferson's big ass grab bag to to, to play us out uh, on this Friday. Eight four four two zero four. Rich. We'll sneak in a call or two before we go. Too. Don't go anywhere. Back with the Friday finale in a moment. Are you struggling to close deals? Business to business selling is tougher than ever, and that's why I want to tell you about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. LinkedIn Sales Navigator is a sales intelligence platform that helps professionals effectively prospect and engage high-value customers, drive higher revenue, and increase sales performance. Sales Navigator helps you target the right buyers, surface key signals such as job changes or which accounts you should prioritize, and shows you hidden allies so you can find those buyers that are most likely to convert. Fueled by LinkedIn's one billion member platform sales navigator gives you the most up-to-date first-party data enabling you to unlock conversations with the people that matter right now you can try linkedin sales navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com direct that is linkedin.com direct for a 60-day free trial let linkedin sales navigator help you sell like a superstar today just go to linkedin.com direct and get started Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort. Thanks to Shopify magic, your AI powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash westwood1. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash westwood1 now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash westwood1. Back here on our terrestrial radio network talking about me going to Taylor Lewan on Twitter. But I just I I I I I see I hit send. It was yeah. one of those and I, I kinda Did you felt go? bad. But also then I, I hit send and I'm 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 like 
he understands that I've been after him. Like literally, oh, he was for years. He yes. was on our set at the at the draft in in Next Tennessee, yeah. which is now what three years ago, right? Yeah, that was twenty nineteen, yeah. right? When he was on the set there, and he was just starting bussing with the boys. I think it was just him too, right? What was the other guy's name again? A city down so the street, So as you know, right? those are my two bits. My two bits about <laughs> right. bussing with the boys. From the very beginning, he's just like, so I'm going to get this bus, and we're going to have a podcast. And I'm like, so, oh, cool. So he's like, and he asked me to come on. I'm like, so when you're in Los Angeles, come and have me on, on the show. I'm more than happy to do it. Yeah, the, the, the bus doesn't move. There's no motor in it. I'm like, so why are you calling it what you call? Like, what's the deal with the bus? Like, and I just... I'll come on your show when the, when, you're, when your when bus the, is a motor in it. When the bus moves. Right. So I've been saying that for years. Years. And the years. other, years. Bit, the other bit is I act like I don't know. Just, Will Compton's is, is, name. Oh, Will Compton. Yeah, right. Will Compton. So, so those, Compton. Are, the, those okay. are the two bits. That was like I, even, I even just did the bit here. Looking yeah. up for my, I know it's We only roast the ones we okay. love, Will. And so, so I send that out yesterday. And the I mean... The boys probably came after you well, hard. Well, Compton's like, holy ass, Rich. Yeah. And then a bunch of people think I'm like going, I got all these top rope memes and stuff like yeah, that. We're, we're all friends. We're just having fun. So I just want to say this uh, to all those who have been coming at me. and think, Even Su- Susie's like, when I got out of work last night, out of, out of the, the schedule release show, I'm driving home. She's like, what happened on Twitter today? Oh, and I'm like, what do you mean what happened on Twitter today? <laughs> She's like, all these people think that you're angry. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? And so it was my tweet to Taylor Lewan, which I think has gotten liked quite a bit. You know, I don't do things for the click. Scrolling but down, um, so a lot like Chris Law, like a bunch of people were tweeting. And I just want to say this to all the Bussin' with the Boys fans and folks. I love Taylor Lewan. And I'm so excited about his success and his show. And uh, I'm so excited for his success along with um, what his what's his name? Inglewood. And, um, <laughs> Joe Inglewood. And so it was all just like that was the genesis of it. Okay. 12,000 likes on that so far. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it was a finely crafted tweet. Yeah, it was. It's just window dressing <laughs> for content. That's it. Which is the game that they're not only in, but being very successful being yeah they're doing great (laughs) but get a motor seriously so we're cool as far as i'm concerned we're cool get a motor in that bus (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) okay um tj's big ass grab bag we're gonna we're gonna have you maybe we'll do it next week or something you sure yeah okay all right don't blame don't blame me for for this I am not blaming anybody. Blame this, is, this, your, is, this is my team's news. Blame here. your team for making news. Yeah, I'm okay with that. A friend of the program, Daryl Morey. We love Daryl With Darryl some Morey. good news about friend of the program, Doc Rivers. Daryl Morey has said, just coming right out, just putting, tamping it down, putting out all the rumors. Yeah, putting it to bed. Saying Doc Rivers not getting fired. He will be back as coach next season. So you said... Earlier just, in the, uh, in the yeah. program, you said you said earlier in the program, TJ, just twenty four games. That's it. It was just twenty four games. Harden on in Philadelphia, and um, let's give it more, more time. Yeah. So I, I mean, twenty four games not counting the playoffs. I'm not, I'm not paying Harden the max though. I'm just I'm not maxing baby, him out. Baby. 
uh, not maxing him do out. It. I'm just wondering, is he, is he going to be cool not getting maxed out? Is he going to be cool just playing on a one year? You know? Well, he's got a player option next year for like forty-seven. Yeah, million. he's getting forty-seven point so four next year, and so. then afterwards we'll see. Yeah. What do you want to do? A two plus one with him or something? You might have yeah, to. You might have to give him eighty for two with a I don't team know. option for you a might. third year. I mean, maybe, if like anybody that. could figure it out, it's Daryl Morey. Yeah, I tell you, it's not the guys who aren't good at math sitting here. So I don't know. But. I mean, six sixty in my math. The question <laughs> is: is how are you going to get more? How are you going to get more reinforcements? That's the issue, Rich, because that that bench is depleted. And Brockman, you know, I told you I hated losing Seth Curry. Yes, in that Seth, deal. losing him was huge. Um, that was huge. I, I really don't know. You're going to need some guys to step up. But I'm I'm really excited, man, to watch the development of Maxi. Like, I think this kid's going to be special. And it's, I think he already is, right? I mean, he's just learning. He's just learning. You know, he had his moments. He kind of, some of these games, he kind of disappeared in. But next year, in the, in the just the future for this kid is bright. And I'm looking forward to it. So are you fine with Doc being back? Absolutely. You know, a lot of Sixers fans are not. I get that. I understand. And, you know, I, I, I'm of the belief, right, that coaching only does so much. Because I checked the tape yesterday because I didn't watch it originally because I was at Cheesecake Factory. So I watched the recording. I didn't see Doc Rivers miss a jumper or throw a pass away. Or did you say that when the when, when the Clippers went out? Uh, that was a different situation. How is it a different situation? Because I was truly because we were up three yeah, one and we were the better team there for sure. Right, but those guys, and, d- d- you know, those guys missed shots too, didn't they? Yeah, but that's playoff collapse. Rich, that's. I mean, look, the Heat were the Dude, top seed. They were the better team all season. That's what people are kind of not giving them props. Okay. We're, we're, we're basically saying how the Sixers lost instead of the job that the Heat did to win. They were the better team. They were the one seed. They should have won this series. I mean, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I don't think they should have yeah. won the series the minute Embiid was hurt. Well, yeah, then your best player breaks the heat, his face. The heat, hey, man, we're, once again, we're focusing on the team in the Northeast that has uh, famous players and a famous coach and didn't uh, didn't meet certain level of expectation, even though Doc said there weren't any. And once again, we're talking about a trade that didn't work out for clearly yet both teams instead of the team that advanced. And Heat's a pretty damn good team. They are. Got to give them props. And like I said earlier, Spolstra doesn't get – his name never comes up when you talk about the be- – like you just named a bunch of coaches a few minutes ago. Eric Spolstra's name wasn't one of them. And that guy deserves his flowers. And I, I just got to say this, Chris, and this is no anti-Celtic bias at all because you know my youngest son is a diehard Celtic fan it would make Coop very happy to have the Celtics win this reeks of anti-Celtic bias I want the Bucs to play the Heat and I want the Heat to beat the Bucs so my take (laughs) that the Heat should not have broken their team up for Giannis Still, it still, it still has life, guys. Yeah, yeah. Even it, though I have fully admitted it, no, you that already, it's the you worst take I've ever had. I've already said it's the worst take I've ever had. So then it's it. You put it to bed. But it's it's not yet irredeemable, <laughs> which you never want to say about your takes. True that. Okay. I'm just saying, there's a chance. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance right here. Heat bucks. If the Heat beat the Bucs with this team that they did not break up for Giannis <laughs> to take on the Warriors and the Warriors win it all, 
Oh, oh my God. It's all laid out, I mean, guys. We're asking guys, a lot now. It's all laid out. And he got mad when I hey, called him an NBA guy. You know what I mean? Excuse Chris? me. Excuse me. We are asking. He's a lot. Excuse guy. me. Excuse me. I already got one in the case. Fantasy. Right? <laughs> so Here we go. So oh I'm saying the triple Lindy, <laughs> as we're talking right now, guys, is possible. It's in the ether. Brock, well, you should have just taken Heat Friday Bucks off. Bucks in like the Heat. East, Warriors advance in the West, Warriors beat. Why did I come back today? The Heat that have beaten the Bucks with a team they didn't break up for Giannis. Oh, oh, man. oh why did it take me all this time to put it together like this? So you're telling me there's a chance? Yes, sir. Yeah! That's me. <laughs> you're not a math guy, so it took a while. It did. <laughs> Connected dots. Yeah. I'm just too busy for the Yankees being 23 and 8. I get that. You know, thank what's, goodness what's for the What's today's date again? Uh, that's March or May the 13th. Friday. What's, what's a larger number? <laughs> Tom Brady's uniform or the games back the Red Sox are from the Yankees? Oh, good question. Oh, man, that is a good question. I know Brady's well, number 12. 12 back in the win column. And Brady's number is 12. Mm. So we're 12 and a half back because we, no, we have 19. There you go. Yeah, the Mets have 22 wins, and the best player in baseball hasn't even taken the field yet. I Did you good. see? I saw. I saw a stat that there's uh, like four teams that are on pace to win 100, and four teams that are on pace to lose 100. Red Sox yes. are one of the pace to lose 100. There are some good teams in baseball right now, guys. <laughs> and if there was relegation, stink. if there was relegation, the Reds would be. Uh, it, by the way, they've won five out of seven. Look at them. Yeah. Look at them. But they still only have eight. They're well, like Kobe right now. They're eight and twenty-four. I mean, they're, they're, I mean <laughs> law of averages. That yeah, they're, they're going to win that some games. <laughs> right. yeah, Chris, As you know, baseball is all about the law of averages, right? We should call the Reds the Mamas. All right. Well, our exit velocity is about to increase because we're done. <laughs> uh, thanks week, to Mooch, Patrick Queen, and Brett Veach, and you.